everyone, and we are here talking Bachelor in Paradise, episode 8, and here's going to talk to you real quick, in full disclosure, I am watching this episode in sections, so we are right back with whether or not Michael is going to be taking Olivia on this date, and whether or not the beach will be saved from the fires of hell that Olivia will put on this place. So, he does end up taking Olivia on the date. Thank God. Thank God. And that's kind of that. Um, obviously, Kat is real happy about it because she'll be able to be alone with uh, what's his face while they're on a date. And he going back onto the date now. We got to see them on their date. And they're just dancing, having fun, getting to know each other. And she kind of sees a silver lining and thinks about working out with John and Henry. Because maybe it meant Michael. So that's kind of it so far that I've gone through. Um, so we will continue momentarily on the rest of the episode. So the next thing that ends up happening is that we have some new arrivals. We have some new men coming down and I believe their name is Taylor's One who was on charity season, but only he, he didn't, he didn't make it past the first night. And then we have, what the fuck is his name? I can't remember, but I'll describe him. And I know for those who didn't watch the episode yet, or basically watch the episode and know that this is the guy who was the race car driver on Gabby and Rachel's season. And he got, like, I believe was the first one-on-one date with Rachel. What I didn't remember (laughs) is that she sent him home, like, uh, that night. I did not remember that. Or, I I don't know, maybe the timeline is off, because I I thought the, the, the... Kissing, the kissing in zero gravity situation was a different date altogether. No, that was their first date. That was their first date. Um, I'm getting confused with the first night that they met. Anyway, so these are the two men who come down. Jesse tells them that between the two, one of them is going to get their, I was going to get eight. Who ends up getting the date? Race car driver guy. And the person he ends up speaking with, I believe, the most, really, is Rachel. Interesting. Who does he end up giving his date to? Rachel. Real interesting. So yes, he gives the date to Rachel, and she obviously accepts, and they do like a tantric yoga situation, and they kiss, and all of that. It seems to have gone well. Now, the one thing with Rachel is that she's very confused 
with the whole situation with Tanner and whether or not there's actually something there or is it like a friendship rose? Something she keeps beating through maybe the first half of the of the episode. And I'm thinking to myself, but wait, didn't y'all kiss? Pretty sure y'all kissed. So where's the friendship situation in this? I don't know. It was very interesting a thing to hear her say. But nonetheless, she does come back. I was going to wrap them up. She does come back and they do have a conversation, her and Tanner. And Tanner basically says, like, listen, you're, you're, I want to get to know you. I want to spend the time getting to know, to know you. I want to, I want the possibility of something after this to, to happen and for, with us. So they kind of solidify something between the two of them, which is great. So that kind of wraps them up for now. Let's move on to something else and someone else. Very quickly, we'll just kind of mention here that um, there does end up being a double date for Avon, Kylie, Peter, and Sam. And they go on a double date, and it's very fun, you know, twerking and stuff. So it's it's fun, and it's all good. We do have couples here solidifying the relationship. I believe Blake and Jess decide they's a couple. I think they did. I might be wrong. Maybe it wasn't them. I thought it was them. Maybe I'm wrong. But for sure, Aaron and Eliza solidify their relationship. They're a thing. And then believe that it was just somebody else think that was it. But we're kind of seeing that kind of happening. We're seeing that point of people starting to really solidify things and perfect. The next kind of drama that happens is Wells kind of saying, okay guys, let's review the truth box. Okay, yes, Peter, you shave your lights whatever. But the big thing is that someone wrote in the truth box that Tyler isn't that into Mercedes as maybe he's letting on. And you're thinking, oh no. And I actually said, did someone see them kiss Tyler? And just, and uh, like my mom was like, I think it could have been just. And I said, no, but her legs are good now, so I don't see that being it. I think that maybe either someone saw something, or Tyler's an idiot in speaking out about things that maybe you shouldn't. So. That's interesting. And Mercedes now kind of gets very much under her head about like, what are people seeing or saying that I'm not seeing? And she does talk to Tyler, but Tyler kind of talks kind of in circles a little bit. Um, 
about maybe how he's feeling. I don't know, but <laughs> you kind of are just seeing that maybe he's not that into her, or maybe it's not so much that it's her, but more about he just doesn't want anything serious. Then why are you here? So you're kind of seeing that kind of happening, and then the next day, you're kind of seeing that. I should think that was kind of most of that was the next day, especially like the D and stuff. But anyways, you're kind of seeing that, you know, birds are chirping. Everything's great for Blake and Jess. They're so happy. But then we see people, someone walking down those stairs and they're thinking, oh, here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. I don't know what else you need here. Don't hold on to your butts. Um, buckle up. I don't know. But it's about to have a real interesting because it's Katie. Katie Thurston. From her Yeah. So for those who don't know who Katie Thurston is, or maybe you only watch F Boy Island or Maybe you only listen to our recaps of Apple Island, which I'm fully aware of behind on. I'll get to. But for those who don't know who Katie Thurston is, Katie Thurston was originally on the Bachelor season. Whose Bachelor season was she on? Oh, she, I believe, was on Matt James's season. So that's the season that she was on. She ended up becoming Bachelorette alongside Michelle, separate separate seasons um, from Matt James's season. And from that, she ended up um, getting engaged to Blake, which I actually forgot completely about their absolute meet-cute, which was he and her had been talking online for some time, and he just miraculously showed up, and halfway through, he wasn't there from the beginning, and that's where she ended up at the end. Now, her and Blake, as we all know, clearly did not make it. And they broke up. And she ended up dating another person from her season after the fact. That clearly also did not work out because now she's on F Boy Island trying to figure out who's a nice guy and who's an F Boy. For those who watch that season or that 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 show. And now here she is on the beach, about to stir shit up. So she comes here, and she says, you know, let's just address the elephant in the room, Blake. Can I talk? And they go, and they talk, and we find out that the last time he had seen her was in, I believe, he said August 2021, when he was at her place. The last time they had a conversation was their breakup two months later. And they haven't spoken to each other since. My God. So, that is kind of the gist of things. They both kind of on the same page of, this is weird, this is awkward, this is tough. You know, we have our good memories and, you know, try to hold on to that and kind of all of that and at one point producers 
to ask Katie in the, in the in the moment whether or not she still loves Blake, and you just kind of see her breaking down and crying, and she says, "Yeah, I I do," and that clearly you know wasn't enough. Which, yeah, in the words of Tina Turner, "What does love gotta do with it?" or Love isn't enough, or whatever the hell you need to hear. And um, yeah, I feel I feel for both of them. It is really tough. And meanwhile, with this conversation, let's not forget that there is a girl who is falling for Blake, and that is Jess. And Jess is spiraling. She literally says, I can't compete with this if he wants to be back with her. This is messing things up. I, I, I'm ready to go home. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we don't, we know, first of all, don't know if Katie's going to be staying here to find less. Spoiler alert. No, she's not because she's going to be on a different show doing that. And it's just like, it, it, she's really spiraling throughout those whole things. And, Anyways, the conversation kind of ends, um, and she comes back to the whole group, and she says, I'm not here to find love, but I am here to help you roast the fuck out of these people. So that is what she's here for, because guys, don't forget, she's a stand-up comedian, question mark, um, that she is going to be a part of a roast session. So... Everyone partners up and they create roasts of the other people. And I'm not going to talk about every little thing that happens, but let me tell you, some of the ship's funny. Some of the ship's cut in throat as well, which kind of facilitates some issues with some of the couples. So basically... We don't go through a roasting situation without Katie getting a few digs in on her ex-fiance. And that is something about something she should be used to because he always came first or some shit. Yikes. Um, There was another dig that she gave him later on about... I'm not surprised that he goes for someone called Baby Jess because he usually like for me to call him Daddy. And Blake's head goes into his hands and he's like, for fuck sakes. Because like Olivia mentions here, there is some truth in your joke. Blake. Daddy Blake. Ugh. I, I don't, I don't have any, any issues with anyone who wants to refer to their man as daddy in those moments, but I cannot and will not. I cannot do it. It's not for me. Um, so good for you. But anyway, so I'm not gonna, like I said, I'm not gonna go through every little thing that happens here, but kind of the, the big things that we'll talk about is the people who seem to get really hit hard by these roasts is Kat, no surprise, and Rachel, because seems to get really hit pretty hard with, with some of the roasts that come her way. And I feel like there was somebody else. Oh, yes. Baby Jess gets hit pretty hard. 
So kind of the main things that happens is before we go into the really hard, the hard stuff that happened here, Brayden gets a little bit of something where someone says, you know, your style and your earrings and the ear pierce because didn't mention he pierced Tyler's ear earlier. Um, it's like you're, you're pretty much getting ready to have a job at Claire's. Thought that was great. Um, that was kind of the one thing that stuck out for me that I thought was pretty funny. That was pretty lighthearted. It wasn't like too crazy. Um, the, the hard hitters here was Rachel. They kind of talk about the fact that she's a pilot, which I did forget about, but that she's a pilot and that she's landed. But seems to not do good when it comes to keeping men, basically, which is really tough. I believe Tanner in particular made a comment about we all knew there was going to be a former bachelorette on the on the beach. We're kind of hoping it was Gabby, but instead it was Rachel. Eek. Don't go after the person that you're actually trying to build a relationship with. That doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Somebody else did the same thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Why would you do? Oh, yes. The other person who got hit hard was Mercedes as well. So we'll just go to that right now. Um, The thing that was said about Mercedes was from Tyler himself. And I can't remember what it was the fuck that he said, but he, I'm thinking again, I'm like, maybe that's not the way to go. You fucking idiot. Um, so there's basically that, that kind of that there. Now with, with Jess, it's a lot of the jokes that were made about Jess were things that had to do with the fact that she looks so young, Blake is is older than than Jess is. Jess is twenty four. I'm not a hundred percent sure how old Blake is, but I'm pretty sure he's in his at the very earliest late twenties. But I'm guessing he's more like in his early thirties, um, because I'm pretty sure he's older than Katie, and Katie's in her late twenties. So I'm thinking he's more early thirties. I think there could easily be about 10 years between them or almost about 10 years between them. So there's a lot of jokes happening about, about that. One particular joke that came out was that Blake had been, was proposed to Katie on, in the same year that Jess was born. There was that joke. There was another joke about, um, shit, I feel like something else that was said. I wish I could remember, but I think that was kind of a big one for me. And now Blake never said anything about Jess, but clearly kind of hearing this from everybody else, it's like, she kind of says, like, all of this is being said to me in front of his ex-fiance. So it's kind of a big thing for her. The other thing that was said too was about Katie. I'm sorry, not Katie, a cat. And cat, all things that we can expect. Basically talking about her personality for one. The other thing being 
she's a fucking man hopper. Just going from a homie hopper, I believe is the term that's being used, going from one dick to the next in a space of no time because she just needs to be able to stay here. Um, so there's that joke and Katie notices that everyone is being able to take the jokes with such a lightheartedness. Then there's Kat, who doesn't seem to be able to do that. We're not surprised. So there's kind of all of that going on. The only other thing that I'll say that I thought was very funny, which had nothing to do with any of the people, was Jesse. And Katie's joke to Jesse was basically, you know, here's a guy who gets paid so much to do so little. It's the final rose tonight, right? Hey. So to Chris Harrison, right? Such an easy fucking job, right? <laughs> Apparently not for Chris Harrison, because you're going to keep him less shit about certain situations. Anyway, so, yeah, there's kind of that going on. And then you just kind of see all the people starting to fall apart. And Mercedes is upset about Tyler. Rachel is, is upset about Tanner and what he said. We, oh, cat's fine. And then we have Jess, just kind of all in her feelings about everything that's kind of gone on, and it's just not going good. But that's it for that night. We go into the next day. It's our ceremony that day. There's not much happening throughout the early part of the day, but then we kind of just head right into that night, getting ready to head into the kind of cocktail hour, right? And Blake decides, I need to have a conversation with Jess. And he goes and he has a conversation or is about to have a conversation with Jess. And Jess is silently saying to him, like, you're scaring me. Cause like, I don't know what this is. And he says, you know, after having the conversation with Katie about kind of just knowing when you're falling in love and when you are in love with somebody and what that feels like. He kind of has this realization that he isn't there with Jess and that he hasn't had that experience yet with her and that he hasn't felt that yet with her. And he basically says all of that to her, that he hasn't had that moment where he's like, yeah, this is it. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if he, if they can work through this. I don't know if this means he's either going to say, I'm not going to accept your rose and he's going to go home. I don't know. But, well, that's basically it for episode eight. We uh, are going to be back on regular scheduling with Bachelor in Paradise on the 30th. As I record this on a Saturday night. And yeah, we're going to get back to the episode. I don't know when I'll have an episode for you on this. I do feel that even if I'm not, um, we're on a recording break, basically, what I'm calling at this point, it's probably just more of a recording break. You might still get episodes. 
but even though I'll be on recording break, I will still talk about these episodes because I feel like this has actually been this has been a really good season of Bachelor in Paradise. I feel like last season wasn't very good. But this season's been really good. So but that is it for now on Bachelor in Paradise. Again, if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2, Instagram and Threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast, X and Reddit at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. We do have um, polls going on right now about who you think the next one in Bachelor could be, so go take part in that. Um, so we have that. Um, you can email us at realitytimes2 at homeil.com and you can go to our website at solo.to forward slash realitytimes2. And uh, yeah, so I think that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.